Hey everyone, welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events happening in and around Central Florida. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Not Nick. I can't yeah. believe you still do that. I'm, I'm sticking with that one. Not Nick. Not Nick. <laughs> Dr. Doctor Not Nick. Dr. Not Nick. I think you just gave me my Halloween costume idea. Yeah, you should do that. Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, I was I was thinking about doing being Dr. Robotnik because I, I left my beard mm-hmm. since Mother's Day grow my, my, my stash. That was the whole purpose of it. So, But then we're, I'm changing it. So, uh, Well, I can't grow one, so it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, so this Halloween, I'm going to be... Uh, have you, have you, oh, we saw it. Who be mm-hmm. Halloween? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be... Uh, uh, what's his name? The cop. Uh, what was his name? <laughs> I forgot his name, but his beard was ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would... I, I would Kevin join, James? Kevin, Kevin James. Ja- well, yeah, Kevin James, but I meant like the cop, the actual cop's name. But um, I would join you, and I would just be that... I would dress up as that lady with the with the surprise cat. That was just, that's oh, the yeah. scene that got me the entire movie. Yeah, that, uh, that shock looking cat, like Sar- Sergeant Stephen Downey, <laughs> Steve Downey. Oh man! Yeah, so I'm gonna because our cousin's gonna be um, Hoobie. He had told me, yeah, yeah. So he called me up. Uh, when was it? Yesterday or Sunday? I don't remember. One of those like past two days, he calls me. He was like, "Hey," I'm like, "What's up?" You know how I'm doing Hoobie? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you should be the cop. I'm like, what? He goes, you already have the beard. Just get a <laughs> pair of no, black pants. No, you have pants. to get real. Like, that beard was insane. Yeah, so he was like, you have to get the, you have to get the, uh, just a cop suit and we'll find you a mullet. I was like, what? He was like, don't worry, we'll get it for you. You're just going to be the cop and I'll be Hoobie, so we'll, we'll match. <laughs> I was like, okay. So he sent me the picture that of the outfit he already got me and the and the, and the mullet. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm gonna be Sergeant Steve Downey for Halloween. Oh my gosh! I wasn't even planning on being anything. Me neither. I'm yeah. still not planning on being anything. I'm just like, you know what it is? And like I want, I can't wait. I would love to get to a, a, a weight where I have more options as a body type because at this point I feel like the only ones that ever get my like when I start thinking about what I want to dress up as, all I get is um um. One of the sins from uh, Amer- uh, from Full Metal Alchemist, gluttony. Oh. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. I can only like be gluttony. Uh, was it um, Uncle Fester? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think it's. I mean, I'm the some, wrong comp- Samoan or some type of Samoan. Oh, that's see that I tried that as a costume. Nobody thought I was in a costume. <laughs> you just hanging out. Everybody, everybody just literally thought I came off a plane. Like I just came from the island. I'm like, dudes wouldn't come like this though. Man. <laughs> Or last year was worse because I actually did that. I bought the whole outfit with the tattoo. Oh, you were uh, trying to be Maui, right? I wasn't trying to be anything. I just like I wanted to be like a uh, Polynesian or something like that, right? So I just bought. I literally just bought a a bodysuit that has tattoos on it, right? Yeah. And I think a grass skirt. I didn't even have hair. I was bald. Mm-hmm. Everybody, kids came out to me like, "Oh my god, it's Maui!" I'm like, "Really? <laughs> like I'm bald?" Like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, it was fun. It was fun, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, some good news. Yeah. I, di- I didn't even tell you, so I'm going to let you know now. Uh-huh. So last weekend, our boy Kent Ward from Ongaku Overdrive uh-huh. had every every month, I think he has one, or every other month. No, I think it's like every, almost every other month or every six weeks, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. He has a virtual, virtual Ongaku, which is he gets nerdcore musicians, like four acts that plays on his Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. So every every so often I try to like either donate or enter a raffle. So this time I was like, oh, let me know the raffle. So I put five bucks and we won. What did we win? We won an album from one of the artists, uh, Amanda Laprie. What does she do? Uh, it's a nerd. I, I just got it. Mm-hmm. So it's called the album's called Beneath the Forest of Error. So by Amanda Laprie. So we're gonna listen to it and then we'll give our review next week about it in our. Uh, not Nick's corner review section. Oh dear lord, <laughs> it's so, Nick's. So I'm excited about that. We won, and the other thing I'm excited about is mm-hmm. tomorrow is New Comic Wednesdays, and the release of the last Ronin comes out, the first issue. Are you gonna be able to get one? Yeah, I already, I already the you reserved it. I reserved it two months ago. I already I put my name in at a comic book store to reserve it for me. So <laughs> they called me this morning and be like, "Hey, Tony." I'm like, what up, gods and monsters? So, is this gonna have the full series or just the one? No, it's the first issue. Because oh, it's not gonna reveal who. I don't who... feel this is gonna reveal in the first issue. I think it's gonna reveal like the third or fourth. 
Maybe not to the end. Or even to the end. I thought about that. I'm like, they probably won't reveal it to the end. You're just going to have to guess throughout the whole thing. Is it going to be like a, a home improvement? Like, you'll just never know what that guy looks like? We don't know. Like, you'll just never know who's behind the mask? No, they'll show him, but I don't think they're going to show any color. I think, or the, any distinct features or mm-hmm. characteristics. But we don't know. Let's see. So, the comic does come out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, that is my journey for tomorrow after I get out of work to go pick that up. Nice. Yeah. So, I'm super excited. Well, hopefully I can find We Live, because I haven't found it yet. Uh, so, but you went to a little like comic book thing, like a convention type thing. For you couldn't find it for We Live. You went looking for it. No, did no the comic book uh, roadshow didn't have it because it was all back issues. Mm. So this is those are issues that are way like years old or mm. months old, so that they just carry it. But this one's just it came out that week. Nice. So yeah, so exciting. We got that. Um, other than that. We did get released, uh, what was it, the Saved by the Bell trailer came out today. Which is funny, because I, the whole time I was thinking about this, like, because we saw, I get, I thought that was a trailer. It was a teaser. I, it was like a teaser trailer. Yeah, so I thought that was the trailer, so in my head, I'm like, I thought the show would have been, because that was months ago. Yeah. And I thought the show would have been out by now, so I'm like, what happened to the show? You know, did they cancel it? What happened? Because, I mean, one, I have not, I think uh, uh, Peacock Network is the only one I don't have right now. Because mm-hmm. I have Hulu, I have all that stuff, but I don't have that. I don't think I have that one. Um, but in my head, I'm like, I guess they might have canceled or something. So this, it was a surprise to me that they actually came out with a full-fledged trailer. Sure. If you think about it, it makes sense because they actually never did show Zach in the original yeah. teaser trailer. It was just uh, Slater. Yeah, so now they have tra- uh, Zach, Slater, Kelly, mm-hmm. and... Uh, they It shows who they're like, who either their kids are. Yeah. Well, I, apparently, Taylor doesn't have any kids. That's yeah. That was a reference in the trailer, like that you're, you know, he's like a cool uh, older guy who doesn't have kids or something like that. Yeah, um, a childless man child or something. They call yeah, him. something like that. So, and it, I'm obviously Zach and Zach and Kelly are together. Yeah. And that's why it appears in the in the trailer, and they have a son. I don't, they don't they don't have a son and a daughter. Yeah, it looks like they have a son and daughter. Okay, because I wasn't sure because I know that there was a girl who kind of like was always around Zach's son. So I didn't like, I mean, and you know, every, those TV shows always have like the best friend of the best friend of like the kid is always somehow related to the best friend of the father or something like that. Yeah. So, but, um, the only thing, the only other question is because there's obviously four adults from the original show, two of them together. So whatever child they have is like the, you know, the son, whatever, let's just say that they already established that uh, Slater's not going to have one. So the question is, does Jesse. Uh, Jesse have one? And this is the first time I have seen Jesse in anything since um, Showgirls. Yeah, that's true. Like, well, no, not sure. I, I won't lie. No, um, no, no. I haven't seen. I, like, I haven't. If I noticed, I didn't remember her in anything else. No, I. There was Showgirls. something like because things for me. Show I saw Showgirls when it first came out, and I mean, it was it wasn't a bad movie. I just wasn't like it. It's not a re, as much rewatchable as like other movies. So for me, the last thing I remember seeing her in was one of my favorite movies was um, First Wives Club. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I haven't seen her in a long time. So I'm wondering if they did show if she has a kid and is yeah uh, is that kid in the trailer? So I, I mm. think it is. I think she'll have a kid because I think she she's there for something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She might be in the superintendent. Superintendent of the school? No, she seemed like well, she was. He was. She's a doctor. That's what she. That's oh, guy referenced. Okay. No, I don't. I don't know what. But she seemed like she was part of the school. Yeah. Like they all seem like they have a vested interest in the school. This because I guess the whole idea is they're merging like um, a lower a lower like uh, maybe like a non rich school with the rich school, which like is inner city school. Integrating. It's just so funny because I never considered Bayside was a rich school, but yeah, like inner city. Uh, uh, inner city school with uh, Bayside, so they yeah. all have a vested interest in it working out. That's what it seems like. So, yeah. I don't know what her position is on it because obviously Zach's the governor, so he probably put the rule in place to get that done. And yeah. Slater works there. Now the question is, you know, what she does. I don't know, but I do like the idea that uh, it looks like they're just basically going to make fun of. They're going to kind of make fun of the original show. Yeah, it because <laughs> it, like when Zach went uh, Slater. Uh, p- uh, turns around his chair. They're like, I haven't never seen somebody do that. 
Yeah, I was like, like, did you was, literally just sit, like, turn the chair around and sit down? Like, it's like, and you can see he was like, yeah, this hurts. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I guess in the original, he sat like that every time. Yeah, he, he would do that every time. <laughs> so, my only thing, mm-hmm. I, I, and then, all right, so mm-hmm. everybody could tell they're going to make a fun of all the, the memorable moments of the show. Well, it's going to be, it's going to show, like, the ridiculousness of it. Like, the, yeah. Like the the in the trailer, which I'm surprised they got, I, they brought back the original Max. Max, yeah, uh, as a way. And it's so funny because I'm like, wow, they really brought him back, and he's still performing magic tricks. Now, obviously, it was funny back then, but now it's like they're looking at him like, yo, like this is kind of ridiculous. Like, and I'm guessing that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna kind of celebrate how ridiculous the original show was. Yeah, and uh, no, that's what the thing that they're gonna have these kids be like, that is stupid, or. Make fun of it. Yeah. But the only thing, and I and I think we talked about it in the group chat, mm. was the only thing I want is for somebody who goes, yo, Zach Morris is trash. Just of the college humor uh, spinoff series that they do, that they, they just tell how how horrible is. Oh Zach yeah, Morris how was. bad he was originally, like yeah. in the original episodes and the original show. I just want somebody to say that Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> That's all I want in that whole series. Um. So I feel like that because uh, you know honestly. Um, um, Mark, uh, was it Gosper? Was his name? Yeah, is the only one that actually. I mean, aside from uh, you, so AC is the guy who uh, um, Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez is the most recognizable. Not necessarily because if you think about it, he doesn't really have movies or TV shows like that, like this huge list or whatever. But he's the most recognizable face because the stuff that he did, he's always rec- more like he was iconic. A lot of interview for E, like E interviews, and like when he did his uh, um. Nip Tuck uh, um, kind of cameo, yeah. So, um, but the the person I think who actually had a, like moderate success as far as his career uh, acting and stuff like that has been Mark Gosper. So I can see him being the one that can make fun of himself like super easy. Yeah. So like definitely, he, they, I guarantee there's gonna be like a lot of references to that. Like watch somebody have a poster board that goes Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> like yeah, that's gonna be the best. <laughs> I'm um, telling you, they have to put that in there somewhere. Well, okay, so the only two people that you notice are not part of this are because obviously the original cast was like six, not four. Yeah. So, uh, well, not the original cast, but the original cast was even less than that. But um, the one that people mo- most remember, Screech. so so Screech and Lisa Turtle, Turtle, I guess, and obviously they're going through their trauma in I life. Think, I, yeah. I think he's in prison right now. Yeah, he's in prison, and she—I don't know what happened to her, but she yeah, she got lost in the ether. Yeah. So, I, but the funny thing is, that one person I I was curious if they one I wonder I wonder if they're gonna reference him at all. Like maybe they're gonna say like they were they were here they were a they were b they were c like cool. the original Screech like they're gonna reference Screech as a cause, oh they're gonna reference they're gonna reference him at some point. And they have, uh, and Lisa Turtle, like, yeah, they probably say something like they left, uh, kind of like moved away together, or something like yeah. that. Um, but the question I have is, are they going to bring back the, um, Jesse, uh, the Jesse and Kelly stand-in? The stand-in. Well, I guess I called them because the one time uh, I think it was the final season. Tori. Uh, yes, Tori. Because the one, and it was so funny because like nobody said anything about it, which. Like it was just like nobody referenced it. It was the weirdest thing in the world. The like the two one of the two main characters, two of the main characters disappeared like at the at the beginning of the last season. And this one girl came from nowhere, and then that was the focus of the show. And then she disappeared, and the two main characters came back. Yeah, it was almost like for like a half half a season we were in a different universe. That's funny. So I wonder if she's gonna come back and how that's gonna come back. Like that's gonna be interesting. No, let's see. And then the the one other actor they brought, they're bringing back mm-hmm. that it was in the show. Um, one of the teachers, uh, Patrick, what's his name? Patrick Thompson Bryan O'Brien. The the fat. No, the little skinny teacher. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in the trailer. I was like, hey, I remember him. Well, you know who I noticed too? The other guy who um, he wasn't in the original show, but I've seen him in a lot of shows, and he's really funny. He's the one that goes, nobody cares about your father. Like, yeah, <laughs> like everyone only cares about Zach and Kelly. Like. Because <laughs> uh, I saw him in Arrested Development and a bunch of other movies and TV shows. He's hilarious. Yeah, so let's see what happens on November next mm. month. Right. Yeah. Now, the question is who's going to get the Peacock Network? I don't know. The funny thing is, I should get it just because I think they even brought back Psych, at least for a movie. I love Psych. Psych 2. 
Yeah, I love Psych. Psych was yeah. funny. Uh, yeah, but you know what's funny mm. is that remember the the same time Peacock came out, Quibi came out, which was like ten minute, ten minute, shows. eight minute, eight yeah, minute episodes. The funny thing is, only thing I watched because the only thing I cared about was Arena Nine One One, and it was twelve episodes. But think about it, it's eight minutes an episode. I saw that like in a quarter of a day, and then they never came out with another episode. So I'm like, and you know what else? Hmm. They're shut down. Boom. Already? Yeah. So it was a failed experiment, which they had a lot of money, if you think about it, it because like, like $3 billion or something. Because they had huge stars. Yeah. And the, the production value of the, of the the things were good. I mean, I hope the little episodes that they come out with sparks them to want to bring the show back completely. Or somebody pick it up. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was weird. It was like, it was a lot of huge names. And I think their biggest downfall of all, they made sure there's no possible way a person can view it on a large screen. Yeah, because everything was vertical. No, not just that. Is like so. I have this thing where like it helps me like when I'm like editing photos, so I don't go look down on my phone. Where I can plug my phone into the computer and a little screen pops up and it's my exact phone. Like a mirror screening. A mirror of my phone, but I can actually manipulate it. Like I can actually go through apps with my yeah. mouse and all this stuff, and actually you know flip it and everything. So I tried to watch Quibi on there. It wouldn't let me. Oh, so even on that, because obviously that's that has that has permissions yeah. based on the app. So it Quibi would not let you even screen. mirror the screen to a bigger screen. Oh, wow. All right. So that's I think that's definitely one of the downfalls. But yeah, it was I think there was a lot of things that it was just a failed experiment. At, I mean, uh, it was interesting. I just I mean, I feel like they, they really just kind of like it's one. of I feel like they just took a very millennial trope. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, millennials don't have that kind of attention span. So they came out with a show that was eight, eight minute episodes. And I'm like, that just seems that seems like a joke somebody would make about millennials. And they made a, a whole network around it. Yeah. And they're like, it will work. They're like, no, it did not. Nah, it didn't. Get out of here, buddy. Um, yeah. But with that, mm-hmm. uh, let's get into another topic. What you got? So with the success of uh, Witcher on Netflix. Yeah. They continue to do. Was uh, get pick up the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah, we had. Yeah, and okay. we spoke about it, mm-hmm. and they're doing a movie and a TV show. Now they also picked up for through Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed. So they're going to do multiple Assassin's Creed series. So I'm excited about it. I played, a, I think, two out of like the eight that they have. Um, but that's that is telling me that where we failed, well, where. Our, the industry fails for us, mm-hmm. giving us Mario. Then this generation is getting <laughs> the the, the, TV. the top of the notch sequel. What happened? No, I just sorry. <laughs> um, no, actually, I was thinking about myself. Like, you know, that would be such a good anthology series if you think about it. Oh yeah, it would. Where literally it could just be like, so you know, this guy's bloodline were all assassins, whatever. You know, he came from a long line of assassins and, you know, throughout history. And they keep on trying to figure out things, you know, to determine how things actually happened. So they keep on using the DNA to jump back in time in his DNA to. So basically, like, it's every season's different story playing out in his DNA based on him playing, let's say, you know, Vikings and all that, just like the, the, the game. But it's the same main actor. And you could change all the supporting actors based on where he's living. Um, but I mean, yeah, it would be a great anthology series where every season is a completely different time frame and storyline and the same actor and go back and forth. And I, I think that would be so cool. Yeah. So they, they announced that they're going to be um, is going to have a live action anime and an animated adaptation, all three through Netflix. So that's inter- so that's the same thing you told me about Resident Evil. So it's almost like. They're going to have an opportunity to try different ways to bring it to life. Yes. On every one of them. So it's not going to always just be like, oh, we're just going to give you a live action. Like, no, you can go ahead and try all, all of them and see which one picks up. Where maybe that's what they're testing the market for. Maybe they're trying to test the market for how those game um, storylines can actually be brought to life better. Yeah. Uh, but on top of that, they, it, mm-hmm. they did have, they were announced earlier this year, they also picked up two other. Uh, Skull and Bones, which is a, a I don't know much about. Isn't Beyond. that like a frat video game or something like that? I don't remember that. I don't remember that game that well. Or okay. It, 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 they were producing it ahead of the game's release. Okay. And uh, Beyond Good and Evil. That's another. 
game mm-hmm. that's getting a Netflix treatment. Okay. So with this, I I'm ex- I'm excited. It's it's looking like they're pushing a lot of these uh like how Disney has their comic book yeah. movie world locked down. So Netflix is, is taking on gaming they were gaming you taking on gaming movies. Which they can do that forever, dude. I mean, they could do so many. Imagine, uh, imagine how Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh yeah, dude, that's, that's the movie huge. Looks, the game looks like a movie itself. Yeah, at this I point. mean, they're all pretty there. It's just a question about bringing that kind of imagine like, if they did like a Mass it. Effect. Wow, game. What about dude? Just go back and play Dune. Well, they really had Dune. No, they had the they had the movie, but so what? You could take another crack at it, or maybe they actually give us a live action version of Mario Brothers. That's awesome. Like. Like something like, have you remember seeing those like those kind of like uh, different versions of Mario where they're like super dark? Yeah. Like something like that. Like it'd be. What would be another? Oh, Metroid. Metroid would be a good one to 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 or Contra. But Contra is like literally like young Arnold and Sylvester moving like yeah. hardcore. No, but wait about this. So going back to Mario Brothers, imagine imagine Mario Brothers, but in the same way. Um, you see Hellboy, not 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 the last Hellboy, the original. Um, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman Hellboy. So like Super Mario Brothers in that context. Mm, no, I can't see it. What? I can't. Oh, I can so see it. Like <laughs> I can't. Oh man, I can see it. No, I could. Uh, well, you know what's another one that I would watch, and I think they did like a small mini series, but mm-hmm. not in the U.S. Was uh, Zelda. They did okay. a live action Zelda somewhere. I remember in another country, but yeah. So if they could pick up more games, they have unlimited access to pick up so many different games. So this hope is well done because I felt like they touched on bringing animes to life, and I just they didn't dive deep enough for me. Because Netflix did. I remember they brought back they brought in uh, Bleach, uh, Bleach, and Death Note, Full Metal Alchemist, yeah, Attack on Titan. I think they did one. I didn't. Oh, that's right. They did one. I, didn't, I don't think I watched that one. Yeah. So the all right, but the thing with anime mm-hmm. is that you, there's so much story into one season or even one series that you can't come. You can't compact it to. A, I think hour you and a, can. I think you just have to be an hour forty-five movie. Play this. I appreciated Bleach and Full Metal Alchemist way more than I appreciated Death Note. I did not like Death Note. Oh no. And I think it's because at least Bleach, regardless of, I don't know, some of it was very kind of like superficial yeah. as far as, the, you know, the, the graphics. Stuff like that. I felt like it was cheaper than, you know, stuff like that. But at least it was more true to story, more than obviously Death Note. Death Note yeah. just felt like it was, if they, they just abandoned an, the story. Yeah, if they could give an anime a two-parter or a three-parter, mm-hmm. then that would be great. Like a limited series. <laughs> like a limited series, like eight episodes, nine yeah. episodes of... Live action, full on production. I yeah. think you could do it well. Like we were talking about it because we talked about it last week about mm-hmm. how series are going from twelve episodes from started from twenty four to mm-hmm. twelve down to eight, and now we have the I'm watching with my wife now the Queen's Gambit, which is I think is ten episodes, but it's a really good story compacted. Yeah, to tell one. I mean, but one like a I'm one telling shot. you, like I, we mentioned this before, but like some of the most iconic stories for me were always like. uh the Stand by Stephen King. Yeah, that, and they're bringing that actually. They're bringing that back now, and um, there was one of my favorites, which I haven't seen. It. Dakota Fanny was a big part of it. I think it was called uh, Abducted, or I forgot what it's called, but it was kind of like that. It was like Steven Spielberg and all these different people, and it was um, like I just this long going like uh, mini series set over like fifty years of time, and Dakota Fanny was a narrator. Oh, for real. I think so, yeah. And I remember, I used to, I loved it. I got into the whole thing and watched it from beginning to end. Um, but it was so good. And there was another one uh, where they they explored um, like fairy tales too. I forgot it was. I think the Tenth Kingdom it was called. Oh yes, I yeah. remember that. And that's one. all. Really all of them were like limited series, and I love. That's what I'm saying. Like when you know where the ending is going, a TV show can be so much better. Yeah. If you like have the ending started like having place and from the beginning. Are, yeah, but well, let me let me let me correct if you know what the ending is going to be and you make sure you follow the story to that ending yeah. the only reason i give that caveat is because my biggest pet peeve of all tv shows is how i met your mother yeah because they planned the they the actually end. did plan the ending at the beginning but then they just let the story of the, the show go so many different directions that by the time they went try to go back to the ending it just didn't work and you know we hear something funny hmm. 
uh, talking about uh, going off with uh, off topic with How Much Your Mother, mm. I was reading that at one point mm. they were going to have Victoria as the mother. Yeah, they they, did, they were scrambling and they didn't realize. So they were going to just come back and say that Victoria was like, she came back and they got together and she was the. Yeah, which would have killed the whole premise. It would have been, yeah, like, wait, so you would. You, like, how is it a mystery if you, you literally introduced mom in the first season or something like that? Yeah, the second season or whatever. Because mm-hmm. she was a fan favorite. Cause she she, yeah. she 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 clicked with uh, Ted Mosby. <laughs> All right, so mm-hmm. get into the next next topic, and I think, wait, yes, no, did I tell you about it? Mm. No, no, this one we learned about the ne- the one after, but we'll just go into it. Okay, Oscar Isaac, yeah, just got announced as uh, being signed on to Marvel as Moon Knight for the movie and TV series. For Disney Plus series, you know what's funny? Oscar Isaac is a kind. He kind of feels like a younger version of um, Keanu Reeves, in the sense that I just they they seem like one of those characters that you can just pretty much in any situation be like hey, we, can, we can we cast him like I, yeah you can cast him like I feel like I can't really picture a role that I wouldn't put him in. Yeah, he could play anything. Yeah. He's one. He has a very diverse range of motion, mm-hmm. uh, from being like the hotshot rogue person in Star Wars to being like a scientist and very methodical in um, Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. So it's like he could play different roles. I haven't seen him. If I if I do, I don't remember seeing him in anything comedy. If I did, I don't remember. I feel like he has been. Yeah. But in reality, mm-hmm. I'm happy they signed on to him because he's great. He's a great actor. That's what and the fact that he's in an MCU now, like, it's awesome. Yeah. But my my pick, mm-hmm. it would have been my choice for Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you agree with me on it, but let's see. It would have been Shia LaBeouf. All right. So give me a little background on, on Moon Knight because I, I, I don't think I followed his comic the way I do with other ones. All right. So Moon Knight, his name is uh, Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. And um, he, I, all right. Let me look it up while. while okay, we, so is he like a Batman character? He's, or? Like the, he's like the Marvel Batman. So he doesn't have abilities, like. No, he he does. He does have uh, some abilities. Uh, let me just pull him up real quick. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he's a. Uh, all right, so. So I remember that he. It's almost like he has a. Um, he has not schizophrenia. I don't want to say that because he has like this Egyptian god in him mm-hmm. that manifests to give him powers. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to look it up now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, also, because he's a superhero, not necessarily. Um, okay. All right. So, all right. So mm-hmm. he was approached. Uh, Spectre was approached by an Egyptian moon god. Who offered him a second chance at life in exchange of becoming his his uh, avatar on Earth? As a result, Spectre was resurrected and given human abilities upon his arrival. Okay. So he uh, he also created multiple identities, uh, most notably that of like a millionaire Stephen Grant to distance him from himself from his mercenary past, a taxi cab driver uh, Jake Lockley to remain in contact with the street and criminal element. So he changes his his how he appears by mm. his uh um identities he has like split personalities so the addition guy is like if i want to be go to meet the elites i i transform him to steve grant which is a millionaire if i mm. want to be get down to the grime into the under underbelly of the world's yeah. crime syndicate he's like a taxi cab driver he changes himself and when he's moon knight he has a whole moon knight outfit on so is he have multiple personalities or he could just Play different, like different. Uh, he can just play different people. He plays different people. So he's actually those people. He's not moonlight playing those people. He's those people. Mind you, I don't know much about it. We're just learning what. No, no, no. Together. That's I, fine. I, I, I like the I, discovery I know, part I, of it. I know. I, I know a little bit. I haven't read yeah, much yeah, of yeah. the comics. It's been a very long time. But yeah, he changed. If I'm not, if I'm certain, he changes mm-hmm. appearance to the identity that he is with. He's okay. identifying with. Um, and no. if I'm wrong, guys, mm-hmm. please let me know. Let us know. You can hit us up and please correct us. Oh, yeah. I love learning this stuff. <laughs> no, because I'm just thinking about an actor who has that ability. Now, the only problem is the only actor that I know who's successfully been able to pull that. I mean, every actor has, has kind of had maybe those roles. But 
the one that I think did so well in being able to f- have multiple personalities and be believable as a different person each time was um, was Doctor Xavier, the guy. Oh. Who put, um, and I follow him too. I remember his name. Um, uh, why am I blanking his name right now? You got this. You got this. I believe in you. <laughs> Either way, the guy, uh, the the guy who played the last, the young version of Xavier, um, he did Split. And in Split, he did. I think he did an amazing job with that that character. But obviously, he already he's already in the MCU to a certain degree. If they bring him back from the Marvel, I mean, if they bring him back from uh, the Fox um, version, McAvoy. Yeah, so that's one. Um, so I don't know. I mean, but and I know you said, I don't know. Like when it comes to um, when it comes to the one you suggested, I'm still a little skeptical to give him a commercial movie. Like I think he does very well with uh, indie so far. Yeah. And he's proven that he and he was successful, obviously, when he was younger to do, you know, like because he was a, he was a golden boy for that stuff. So, yeah. you know, he did, you know, Transformers and he did GoldenEye, stuff like that. And I'm not saying he's not capable of it, but right now I see him always more as a indie. So to give him a major commercial role, I don't know if that would suit him. I think it would. Because, I mean, he just seems like the kind of guy that would take it, kill it and then never want to come back. Like, so he wouldn't come back for like sequels. Yeah, and being that they're going to do a movie and a series. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's got to be somebody who's a good actor, but is okay with longevity. Yeah, yeah, it being a commercialized character. So, I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical to to, for that for that actor. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I don't know who can play multiple like personality types like that. Interesting. Not many. Not not many. No, I know, but still, to be able to do it in a way that is distinctly different. Distinctly different and on an instant. Mm Hmm. Ed Norton is one person that I could think of. Mm, nah, but Ed Norton, I don't think he would work well with MCU anymore because I think something happened after Hulk. Um, remember, he played Hulk. He, for, he had. He went, I think he went in more creative writing control. Yeah. So which they were like, uh, let's not try it, and he, I guess he kept pushing because mm-hmm. he's Edward Norton, and it didn't go his way. But do it, you think there's anybody that can resurrect from the TV shows that didn't work out? Because I know that they're already saying that I think Kingpin is going to be kept uh, from the Daredevil. The, uh, uh, John Berthenthal is coming back as Punisher. Which one is it? As Punisher, yeah. So that's something. There's uh, success in there. Maybe maybe those actors can be salvaged as different. I uh, think Daredevil is coming back. I liked him. Mac Murdock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they haven't signed on to the guy that played Luke Cage. I think that they they were nah, in talks, but those those but were the ones that didn't work out too well. Yeah, but Luke Cage wasn't that bad. I mean, no, it wasn't, but the ending was. Yeah. So that's where I'm just like, yeah. Um, and obviously the other one, Iron Fist, didn't work out either. No. So I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anybody more well, so, like they already finished. They already confirmed uh, ending production of the end of the filming for uh, Iron Fist. What the actual movie? Oh uh, no, not, uh, not Iron Fist. Uh, Shang Shu. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the video. I saw the like, the kind of the shot overall shot. So I'm trying to see. I can't wait to see our actual trailer. Yeah, can't wait to see that. So I mean, no, I'm glad. I mean, I'm Isaac is a good actor. I like him, and it's cool. He's gonna be in the MCU. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so lastly. Yeah. What you got? Um. You didn't respond to it, which I'm kind of upset about. I did not respond to it. No, it was a group text that we did. So mm-hmm. on my search, on my Google searches, I do. Random Google searches about mm-hmm. movies, updates, anything for us to either research, mm-hmm. to talk about, or just pure curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I did one for Doctor Strange, uh, uh, the Multiverse of Madness, or mm-hmm. Fear of the Multiverse. Yeah, yeah. And when I see cast, Ryan Reynolds is on it. Yeah. I thought I did respond to you about that. No, you did not. I think I did respond to you in person about that. Not no? at all. So now that we're here, okay, give me your thoughts. So obviously, if this is going to be Ryan Reynolds, is I mean, think about it. Ryan Reynolds, is mind you, they also had mm-hmm. Tommy McGuire and Andrew Garfield also as casted for this movie. But they also. still haven't. Uh, I thought they were. They were not. They were still not in it, or they are going to be in it, or what? I don't know. This is this is a Google search. Well, so. if you think about it, Ryan Reynolds is one of the actual most successful um, MCU characters that. They're like non MCU. No, sorry. Yeah, well, non MCU because they're not the Marvel. Yes, MCU. No, let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. non MCU Marvel character that still to this day is successful and is kind of his own. 
Um, so it'd be interesting to branch him into it. And maybe that's, maybe that's how they're going to explain why he has a completely different, uh, like cast with what he does. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm curious just because he's the only one that actually has always been aware of stuff like that. Yeah. So it'd be interesting if he is like kind of the answer, like jumping around to verse to verse. And then he finds this one guy who just seems to be like chill and seems to know all this stuff. And like, how do you know? About the multiverses, like oh, because I can always see them, like, <laughs> like because he could buy, he could break the fourth dimension. Yeah. So it's <laughs> so this it, so then this opens up the link for X Men to come mm-hmm. into the MCU, Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. uh, anybody else that wants to join. So well, I mean, well, the the whole multiverse thing already does that, but yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds hasn't worked with anybody from the actual Mar- X Men like directly. Like there was a scene where they were in the background, but not. Not like actual like acting against them, like yeah. as far as Daredevil. I mean, as far as Deadpool. Like, no. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it would be more of a kind of like I feel like it would be more of a after credit scene. Yeah. Rather than an actual like part of the movie. But yeah, regardless of the fact if mm-hmm. it's in the movie or after credit scene, yeah. it's I I think if this is the way they're introducing mm-hmm. or bringing in X Men into it, I think this is the best character to do it with. It is. Secondary mm-hmm. would be Xavier. I wouldn't want Wolverine. I wouldn't want like Cyclops. It would either be somebody funny. Mm-hmm. Not, the more I thought about, it, I'm like, yeah, it would have been either Deadpool or Xavier mm-hmm. to bring in to bring into light of the uh, X Men going into the MCU. See, but here's important. Here's the funny thing is because okay, he's jumping around to multiverses, but that doesn't mean that they go into this universe. So how is that going to work in a sense of like it's a good cameo. It's a good way to do yeah. cameo. But are we are we now gonna only explore? Are we gonna be gonna explore all the multiverses through every movie? So basically, they can do runoffs a movie that's not gonna be canon to the, the Marvel. MCU. That yeah, the MCU. Yeah. Or is it gonna be more of a cameo thing where it's like just for this one movie, and maybe they might do it again as a as kind of a reference in another movie, but not necessarily. They're always gonna have, you know, what was it? I think we're we're universe one seven nine or something. I thought it was. Something like that. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I mean, I the I whole think thing they is could, they, they might do like like uh single movie featuring a multiverse coming in character X Men or anybody to just play a role and then leave. But mm-hmm. I think they might just test that out to see like let's uh, see if we could expand this universe because now they're going they're doing a lot of more cosmic. I feel that's the next step to go to, but multiverse cosmic. So mm-hmm. they probably bring in Galactus. You know, it'd be interesting Silver if Silver Surfer. That would be another dope character. To bring well, in. that would be interesting is that. Um, so let's say the MCU. Let's say in the in the world of the MCU right now with uh, Doctor Strange and all that stuff, mutants don't really exist. They're not referenced. But basically, when they meet Xavier or whatever, basically they find out that mutants actually started to it like it, it it just evolved later in our world yeah so they'll start to come into fruition like after this type of movie like people start to to show powers yeah i could see that that is possible because we, we we did reference that and then talk to somebody else about it that you referenced that uh because of wandavision mm-hmm. they were like oh maybe it'll be like a house of m but I'm like, I told him, I'm like, my cousin was talking about it, like the reverse of House of, like reverse mm-hmm. House of M. Like she creates the music mutants instead of extinguish extinguishing them. Yeah, because maybe he, somebody, maybe somebody like, brings he, up. When I told him, he was like, "Yo, <laughs> that would be so dope." Because think about it, like they never actually reference who they are and what they're able to do. Like you know, everybody else get their ability from a very specific way. She never really mentioned how they did it because obviously at the time they weren't allowed to say that. Yeah. But maybe she says that, you know, she just was born that way and so was her brother. So they never knew it. And then maybe she's like, you know, I wonder if other people can be born this way. And then just like we need more power in this world to in order to bring this guy back. And she just gives her power up to everybody. Yeah. Let's see what happens. But Ryan Reynolds is uh, set up to be in uh, Doctor Strange 2. But like that, guys, we'll be right back with Not Nix's Corner Review. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Not Nix's Corner oh, Review. Lord. 
Yes. That's it. You start with not Nick. Yeah. Oh, no. You didn't say not Nick. You said not Nixes. No, I said not Nicks. No, right now you said not Nicks. Or not Nicks or not Nicks's? Not, not Nicks. <laughs> I just want to keep on hearing you say that. It's not funny. Nicks. All right. Corner review. Corner review. Hello, my people. So this week, uh, we got to review something actually a little kind of nostalgic for. I don't know if everybody remembers this. Um, a movie back in the day called Witches, which if anybody remembers this movie, it was a kid's movie that was terrifying which I, I i always found that interesting to have that kind of combination where it's like this is literally like it's legitimately like uh sold as a kid's movie and it had just this most terrifying witch who was played at the time by the same woman who played uh, morticia adams which I, I always loved um that that movie so apparently they brought it back um there's a reboot and this one is starring um, Anna, Anna, Anna Hathaway, Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer, and Stanley Tucci, and Chris Rock as a narrator. Um, I, I mean, I loved it. I'm sorry I did. What? I loved the the the, the remake, the current one. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy really? it. You know, but you know what? You know what got me? You know what really got me like to enjoy it a lot was. Don't get me wrong, Octavia Spencer. I she was kind of camp. She was kind of weird and campy. I liked her, but um, it was uh, uh, Anna Hathaway. Her over the top like portrayal was just. I thought it was fun. It was no. just a fun game. Really, you yeah. felt like so strongly against it. I was like, uh, why? I was like, it was an okay movie. Like, I didn't. I don't know. It. it uh, I just felt like this was a good movie to watch with kids. Yeah, that's what they made. They dumbed it down. They didn't they, dumb it down. The original wasn't intelligent. It was not not intelligent, but it was scary. They 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 brought down the scariness. Down okay, to, to well, I have, so I have a thing about that. I have a theory about that. What is it? It's not. I don't think they because I thought if you really think about it, the way they made her look is actually terrifying. The only problem I think that, especially when it comes to scary movies, that they suffer from. Is the difference between practical effects and CGI effects? Yeah, I think that if they were to have used practical effects on her makeup and how she looked, it would have been terrifying. But I think because they went with CGI, it takes away from that. Look, she looked like a cartoon character. It's not. I don't think she looked like a cartoon character. Again, I, 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 I just didn't believe. So. I, I felt like it. W- if you really look at it as context of what it was, I thought it was terrifying. However. I thought because they use CGI as opposed to practical effects, it takes away from the scary version of it. But I do think that it was well done. I thought uh, Anne Hathaway did a great job in the way she portrayed it, like over the top. Um, I think the ending was different than the original. Well, yeah. um, I think it was. I'm not sure if this one was more um, in line with the book. So you guys have to kind of yeah. uh, like so watch it, check it out, see if you think about it. But. I think that might also leave people with a bad taste in the mouth, depending on what they're used to. Because yeah, it was, some a, people, it was a different ending. Yeah, so maybe it's closer to the book, but it was a different ending than, than the, the original movie. movie. Um, I don't know, because I think the original, I think, was more of a cult classic that got developed. I guarantee you, when it first came out, I probably did not have the same kind of, like, you know, fan base they might have now. Yeah, no, of course, it didn't. But I, I do think, like I said, I do think Anne Hathaway's uh, portrayal was good. Um, you know, like, I don't know. Everybody else was okay. Like, they, I felt like I had more questions though than normal. Yeah, Octavia Spencer's character was, like you said, over the top, and I loved her too. She was good. Uh, Stanley Tucci was non-existent for me. Really? Yeah, he was. Anne Hathaway was good. I, I, I she did her well. She, she did the, she did the job that she needed to do. I just didn't feel it. None of it. Mm. I was like, even like Chris Rock's character. I'm like. They had their moments, but I'm like, when put together, I'm like, when put like stepping it back and look at it as a whole, I'm like, I couldn't, I I was like, blah, I couldn't, it just CGI killed it for me, the ending killed it for me, some of even the narration and and they they kept they tried to keep the same cadence of like how the story was and had their own twist and turns to it, mm-hmm. but still I'm like. Mm. No, I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. I just enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I didn't expect it to be anything epic. 
And I don't think it was less. I honestly, truly don't think it was less than the original either. Like, I don't know. Just It was less than the original. I don't think so. Just because, again, the original, really, like, I can't really remember the story as well as I do just the practical effects of what that was. But that was it. Like, I couldn't tell you who was the actor, the kid actor who played it. And I couldn't tell you who played the aunt or what happened. Like, I just remembered how that person looked. And it was, it was just surprising to me because it was scary for a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was all I could take away from the original in that sense. But I like, I thought there was this cool. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I loved the performances by, um, like the, the actors that were there, like Stanley Chuchi, um, Octavia, cause I thought they were just different. They had character. Now I would have liked the way the, the way they took the story at the end. I think I would have liked more references to who the, who they were at the end of it type mm-hmm. thing. I think I, it would have sold me better, but I felt like the only thing I didn't like about the movie, it, threw things in the mix that felt like it left questions more than anything else. Like, um, I mean, this is not giving away anything too much, but like there's scenes where you see, um, the kid, the kid interacting with somebody who appears to be a witch, uh, prior to anything like before they even get to like the hotel. And I thought that felt like it was more like in line, like there was a specific reason that was going on. Yeah. And they never kind of explored that. And I was just yeah. like, that kind of felt like, why did you open up that door and never like go into it? Yeah. No, no, definitely. So that's the only thing I don't like. I don't like when you try to open doors and like you leave things like, wait a minute, how did, was this person part of the whole thing and nobody said anything and why, who they were? And like, you know, again, you're leaving open doors and not really going into it. I, it, it feels unfinished. So that would be my only takeaway from it. I didn't like their performances. Uh, to certain actors, I wish they would have used practical effects rather than CGI effects to kind of get that horror aspect into it, like the original did. Yeah. And I felt like they left a lot of questions that they should have addressed rather than like kind of leave that vague and un, you know unanswered. So because I did, I did have a good plus and a couple of minuses. So I think it leaves me with. Not because, okay, again, not because yeah. I think it was a bad movie, but this is the grade I'm giving it just because, again, my plus and minuses that I mentioned, two and a half Nickies. And you were saying it was a good movie and you give it a two and a half Nickies? Again, my Nickies are not based on whether it was good or bad. It was just based on, like, the details of, like, what they can do. Because, again, yeah. Nickies are literally telling you if it's a good movie or bad. No, not necessarily. Like, it's, there's movies that I enjoy. That I wouldn't necessarily say it was a great movie because of certain things that I like I don't like. Yeah. You know, like guilty pleasure movies. This was a nice little guilty pleasure movie, I guess you call it. Whereas like there are some negative for wasting my time. That's no, what it was. You seem like genuinely upset by it, but I don't think it even merited that. Like I give it a two Nikki. I'm letting you know now. I'm giving it a two and a half Nikki's just because there was a couple things I wish they would have worked on. But genuinely speaking, I did like the performances of the actors. I would have kept the no, this is the thing. I would have kept the cast. The cast was great. Mm. It's just I don't know. It's I, I don't know how, how the, the way they told the story, the the scenes, some scenes I I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It was it was I could remember them. I could I could if you tell me like oh do you remember the scene I could point it out what happened. Other most of the scenes are it's not memorable. Some of the dialogue in it was like uh, uh one other pet peeve I had was I there was a lot of build up in the beginning which I thought was great. I thought I got to know. Yes. I got to know the kid very well, like, you know, very emotional, like a lot of character buildup. And I felt like that character buildup was going to play something, some kind of the More role. More significant. Later. Into and, the, and it and felt it like didn't. it didn't. It didn't and, at all. And that's they what I'm saying. Again, they built, they built the backstory mm-hmm. of the aunt or the grandmother, whatever it is. I'm not going to say what it is. They built her, her story. Mm-hmm. They gave you, a, they, 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 they rounded out the you. characters very well. I just felt At the like beginning, when everything, when everything got into play, it just didn't, it, 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 it was completely kind of fell apart. Yeah. It just forgot, forgotten about but again, it. Didn't happen. Again, that's why I'm saying I put, you give a, a movie two and a half Nikki's and not say that it's bad because I actually still enjoyed it, but I'm giving it two and a half Nikki's because yeah, there's, there's glaring things that need to be worked on. So that's why I can't like in good, honest faith say like oh my god it's a four nikki i'm not gonna get four nikki because i enjoyed the movie like like that if i really felt that they could there, there's things that need to be work on 
But if in this movie, I thought it was enjoyable. I think anybody could just watch it on a Sunday afternoon and enjoy it and, the, the, you know, whatever. Don't watch it. Don't, don't whatever. Don't no, watch it. watch it. Don't watch it. Don't listen to Tony. <laughs> watch the movie. You'll enjoy it, especially with your kids. Again, it's a safe, it's a safe for Halloween movie to watch. Let's say that. Um, but it has some things to work on. And I'm not watch even comparing it. Focus instead. Whatever it is. Why? You know something? You literally, something must have happened when you watched this. Like somebody, I I like somebody kicked it. you in no, the balls I, when you watched it or something. No, because I didn't. I just the didn't minute I brought up the movie, like you didn't even show this expression anytime this whole time we're recording. Yeah. The I minute I brought back the, the movie's name, your scowl went down. Ah. Like you were ready to rip this apart. Like, I just wasn't feeling it. it okay. But you're, ref- okay. This is the difference. We're not feeling it. And I'm going to, so like this. Your review of Book of Blood was not even this bad. That's true. I don't know. I just and I, Book I just, of Blood was terrible. You know what? It, yes, it was. Book of Blood <laughs> was terrible. It was a terrible. But movie. that's what I'm trying to say. Is like something but, about this movie really genuinely like no, affected but, uh, you? Right, here's a here's a perfect way to explain it. Okay. All right. Book of Blood. Yeah. I kind of knew what I was expecting, and was disappointed. I knew. I already knew off the bat it was going to be like. Mm. Uh, it's gonna be an okay movie. You know what I mean? It, okay. It, it felt like I really knew, kind of knew, because there was not so much hype about it, not a lot of talk. That was rushed. I felt like it was rushed into it just to show it. Then I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? It's gonna be a rushed movie. So I know there's gonna be a lot of plot holes, a lot of things that don't mesh together, that doesn't connect. Storyline's gonna be broken. Whatever it was, mm-hmm. I already knew this. This movie, we've been we've known about it for months. No, we haven't. I, I, a month. No, 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 no. I didn't know about it till the beginning of October. No. The trailer the trailer dropped Okay. This month last month. Okay. But I've not I've, even last month. Sorry, a few weeks ago. Yeah. So but I've known about this movie and we talked about it once, way before when yeah. they said that they were bringing back witches with Anne Hathaway. Yeah. And I was like, Great. And I remember Robert Zumekis is in it. I'm like, even better. He yeah. has he has a a, a, fama, a filmography of movies that you can identify in and tell his story, and I'm like, all right. So I hype myself. This is my fault. Then, then I hype myself up, being that, and it's a good. It's, it's a movie that I remembered. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna give it. Not, they, I know they're gonna not gonna go um, shot for shot for it. I know he's gonna put his own touch, his, his own twist, and make the movie distinguishable mm. from. Uh, Identical almost to the original, but distinguish yourself apart to make its own standalone. Yeah. And I guess my thing is that I hype myself up thinking it's going to be a great movie that it didn't. And it just See, but then me. maybe that's what it is. Like you, I go into movies this even mind you, I didn't I didn't come in watching watching the movie compared to the original. I didn't come in this movie comparing it to anything that 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 uh, Robert Mech has done because Robert Mech has some gold, some gold ones and some uh-huh. like. Ones that Coles. were like huh? <laughs> golds and coals. Well, like his even and the thing is, I still could walk away with stuff that I liked about his movies because I think there was one about the remember there was one about this little girl who had like can bring in the plagues or something like that with uh, Hilly Swank. I thought the idea was cool. I thought some of the visual effects were amazing. Um, the characters were great, but overall the story wasn't as good. And like, but then you compare it to something like like I wish if I could wish on anything, I wish it was more like Frighteners. Frighteners was a good kind of like comedy yes. horror where it's like it had dark and kind of like like he has a good balance in that movie where it was kind of lighthearted comedy. But then these weird little dark moments and still kind of felt lighthearted. Yeah, I think that would have been a good balance if you do something like this with that movie. Now, and it didn't. Of course. No, it didn't. No, 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 no. But that's what and that's why I think I, I give it a harder look on it mm-hmm. because I was already. It has one of my favorite actresses, like one of my top five, Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. And then Octavia is in my top ten. So I'm like, all right, great. They have I know I know their their work and I know they put everything they put into it when they do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it just fell so short. I'm like got disappointed because I'm like, this is one of uh, this it's hard to not compare it to the original or mm-hmm. not to think about the original when, when watching a remake because it's always gonna happen. And I try to separate that and like as give it its own merit as mm-hmm. its own standalone movie with the essence of what there's coming from for, uh, for the previous movie. And it, it just fell short for me. And that's why I'm so harsh on it. I'm like, ah. Just. But you know what it is with me too is like, I think 
Because, okay, like we mentioned, I think the buildup was great, but like you said, because they didn't feel like it played into it, they might as well have not done like, kept they so were- much time with the buildup and used a storyline where it was like maybe more of a back and forth between all the characters. Because I, I felt once they got to the hotel, especially once everything kind of happened. Everything feels disconnected after that. Well, it just felt really fast. Yeah. Like, it felt super fast, like, from one second to another, where it's like... I remember so many different scenes from before they even got to the, let's say, the hotel in this case. Yeah. And then once the hotel got into play, I felt like it was fast, like how it, it got resolved. So I yeah. think if it would have played out a little longer, maybe builds up some more tension, like some back and forth between all the characters. That would I, I think I, it would I have think if, played better. I think if they would have cut the intro, to, the int- introduction of the two main mm-hmm. characters in half. Just make a short snippets mm-hmm. and go right into the hotel and have that whole back and forth of cat and mouse chase yeah. throughout the whole movie. That would have been great. Mm-hmm. That and 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 I'm like that would have been that, that would have made the movie a they lot felt, better. I thought it was lacking. A little yeah, bit. because now everything was rushed, so you don't have you don't have the 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 like suspense or tension of like a dire need of trying to get something resolved. Everything felt like it just fell into place. Like I thought, was, I, I thought there was going to be a little bit of a uh, mouse hunter. Remember mouse hunter, the movie where the two guys like have the house and they try to catch yeah. that one mouse. I thought there was going to be that, that kind of cat and mouse play with uh Tucci and the mice. Yes. Um, which there really wasn't. And then I was going to be more, I mean, there was a little bit of back and forth with Octavia Spencer and, uh, and Hathaway, but I thought it would have been cool if there was a lot more. Yeah. Like a lot of more scenarios where they kind of like trying to... Gave, do- them, gave them more interaction than they exactly. did. And that's why I said Stanley Tucci's character was non-existent because he didn't really play a role to to progress the story. He just came in, did his part, and bounced. No, like, it was more he, comic relief, and he could have done... I think he would have played better as comic relief, like I said... If there was more of a back and forth between him and I, said, I would mouse. say the mice, yeah, like maybe if he had more of a super, yeah, like, because then that would have been a sub story between the cat and mouse and mm-hmm. hunter chase between Stanley Tucci and mm-hmm. the mouse, and then also a back and forth clash between Octavia Spencer's character and Half Hathaway. That would have been two different storylines going across each other, trying to put complete a goal, which I think would have been way better than mm-hmm. what they gave us with that with this. So that's why I gave it a two. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I I gave it two and a half just because, like I said, I enjoyed it. I think most people will enjoy it, but there are some things I'm not too happy with that I wish they would have fixed. So that's what I'm saying. But you can't. That's one thing I'm gonna tell you right now. My Nikki's are not necessarily saying the movie is good or bad. It's just saying whether the movie can use work or whatever. But I'm gonna also give you my opinion about whether I think it's enjoyable. And I think this one it was. Like just go. Like you said, don't go in there with expectations. Yeah, I, I think that's I think if I, you limit your expectations and enjoy the movie for what it is, most of the time I'm like, I'm gonna give it what I'm just gonna come in clean. But I mm. guess I hyped myself up because I had. To the thing is, I didn't even think about it, so I saw the trailer. <laughs> oh, for real? No, I, nope. I, I, I wasn't following it, like looking up news for it. But I remember we talked about it several times, and I thought about it probably like a month or two prior. I'm like, mm. I thought this movie was supposed to come out in theaters mm. around this time, just to set up for Halloween. Actually, I think that's probably why I enjoyed it because I had such limited time to even think about it, like. May, I mean, right now, I'm not thinking too highly of it, but maybe I end up my liking the, 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 the reboot or the continuation of the craft because I literally did not hear about this until, like, was it, two or three weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> so it comes out this coming week, so we shall see how that goes. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah. I think, it, again, I didn't think, I like the visuals on it. Uh, Zemeckis is really good at some of the visuals, which I think they were good ones in this no, one. They, they had good visuals. I, I'm uh, like how we said is all story structure and mm. and, and how uh, character development was completely unbalanced. Also, which, you know something. One thing I noticed too is, um, I think would have been better is I could not distinguish. I cannot tell you like one other witch in the movie. Like I felt like. None of them really kind of stood out, or nobody really, like really interacted with. Because if Anne Hathaway had somebody she played off of a lot, because I think that's what happened in the original. There was somebody she kind of always beat up. Yeah. And you know that character kind of plays a role later, but I felt like that would have been interesting if there was more dynamic between the witches and how she acts with them. Yeah. Also, like I don't know, I just felt like there was great character development. Like I said, again, great character development at the beginning of the movie, and I felt like after that they just kind of let it go. Yeah pretty spot on like that yeah 
But yeah, all right. So now we'll mm. get into uh, we're ending our Nikki reviews. Yeah, what's got? Not next. We do have two events coming up. What really? Like yes. Quite events. Uh, well, this one is on this Saturday mm-hmm. at the Gods and Monsters. It's called Halloween Spooktacular from 11, to 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's a free event. It's uh, They get 50% off all Halloween horror books and toys and statues and other merch. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have raffles and their Vault 5421 is going to have a happy hour. And they're going to do like a little uh, VIP party after from 8 to 12. And then in the morning, or well, yeah, pretty much in the morning, uh, Acme Comics, I'm sorry, Acme Superstore in Longwood is having their Hot Wheels and Diecast Collectors show going on on uh, November 1st. Uh, uh, that's Sunday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. So those are the two events coming up. I might check out the Gods and Monsters and get like a horror book. That's funny because I remember Acme in Longwood was where I used to go collecting McFarlane's. Yeah. I remember that. And it was crazy because they would like, you could buy and sell like McFarland. They would, they'd be just in Ziplocs. Yeah. Like you would go and there's like a bunch, package. like a whole, yeah, like a whole wall. There's open package of it. So, no, I mean, it'd be interesting. Like, I, I mean, at least there's some stuff going on. I obviously, you know, you want to be careful with it, but yeah. it's good that some things are going on. Yeah. Like, there's, there's more events, but they're more, they're a little uh, bit more public than, yeah, like, I feel a, comfortable. Yeah. Pretty much a lot more. <laughs> Feels like gonna be a lot more people there, and I really don't want to be around a lot I of people in a confined space. But when I do, and there's a lot of people, I'm always safe, mask and hand sanitizer in hand as always. Mm-hmm. And you guys should too. But like always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You could always find us on our Twitch, sorry Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. You can also email us at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Thoughts, comments, review, suggestions for topics that you want us to talk about. And like always, everyone, send a nerd, bring a nerd, tell the nerd. All right, everyone, see you next week. Night.